Kudu here. Listen to Safari. Bits and bites from the bush. Wilderness wise with eco training. Good afternoon. I'm Bruce Lawson, uh, talking to you from the far north of the Kruger National Park. Uh, I'm a guide uh, and a guide, trails guide trainer for eco training in the Kruger National Park. And we want to talk today about approaching dangerous animals um, in a vehicle and on foot and what do you do when animals approach you but now right off the bat um, we just want to make it clear we're not giving you the go-ahead to go and try this at home it's just some tips that will make it easier when you are out there and you are on foot with a professional guide things that you know he's going to look for and also if you are in a national park driving yourself around or there's animals that are approaching you, it might give you a bit better idea of what to do in those situations. So firstly, just to let you know of my experience, I've been doing this for over 25 years now. Um, I've got tons, many, many hours, 16,000 hours in fact, of walking on foot in dangerous game area and done many approaches and on animals and many retreats on animals as well. So there, there is a bit of experience coming into, into this talk. Approaching an animal, first things you want to do is you want to get the wind right. If you know where the animal is and you want to approach that animal, you get the wind right. Remember that all animals out here have lived out here their whole lives without any artificial smell. Humans come, we're like a mobile chemical factory with all the scents and everything that we have. We think they smell nice to us, but we've got detergents in our clothing, we've got powder in our socks, we've got, some of us have got smelly feet, we've got toothpaste on the breath, we've got shampoo and conditioner in the hair, we've just got a lot of, of um, chemical scents about us. So the first thing you've got to do is you've got to check the wind and whenever we are approaching dangerous animals, or any animals for that matter, we make sure we have the wind in our favor. So make sure that wind is coming from the animal to you. And that way, if you use vegetation cover and your terrain to your best advantage, you are never going to be caught out, so to speak. The next thing is patience, move slowly. Remembering that everything is going to see movement. Um, so the faster you move, the quicker things are going to pick you up. So move very, very, very slowly. If you can, get the sun in the correct position as well so that the sun is in the animal's eyes rather than in your eyes. So that if they do look in your direction, they are a little bit blinded by the light. And that means that if you are in the shade, they're just seeing one dark object. They're not seeing a human, so to speak. That's that pretty much covers the basics of approaching an animal. Then what you want to do once you've got those three or four things in place is you actually want to do your approach. And your approach, first we said slowly, but it's also got to be very, very quietly. Exceptionally quietly, watch where you step, put your feet down very softly, um, approach the animals. I would never approach animals too close. That is just especially dangerous animals because you know what you like if you get a fright. Sometimes you get aggressive, sometimes you get very scared. Now the animals are exactly the same. 
and an aggressive elephant is a lot bigger than you. It's it's not pleasant to be in front of an aggressive elephant. So don't give them a fright by moving too fast, being too loud. Go very quietly, go very softly, and also keep that critical distance very big. So that if the animal does see you, it's got enough time and enough space to be able to turn around and walk the other way. If you cramp an animal in, they're going to feel, oh, their back is against the wall, the only way out is to go straight over you. And that is never pleasant. Make sure the animal has got good escape routes. Make sure you have got a good escape route. If you feel confident and comfortable that you've got all the bases covered, your energy is going to be right. And if you've got a positive energy and you've got a relaxed energy, you'll be able to approach that animal. If your energy is wrong and you're very nervous and this and that, you're going to be giving off a, a negative energy and that animal is going to feel that negative energy and it is going to sense that you're there. Not necessarily know what you are, but just going to sense that something's not right. I'm going to move and it'll move away. That's about it on, on approaching animals. Now, if you're in a vehicle, the, the principal... You don't have to worry too much about the wind. Noise, there's nothing you can do about it because all cars are noisy. They're all smelly. But you've just got to be sensitive to what the animal is doing and the animal's reactions at the time. Just think of it, there's a big noisy bus of people. You sitting here, we sitting here under the tree. Now a big bus full of tourists comes along and they want to come have a look at us. And they just drive up. Lots of noise, screaming and shouting, their engines revving. It's not pleasant. It's noisy. We're going to get up and we're going to move away. However, if they come up slowly and they're quiet and they switch the vehicle off and they're quiet and they come a little bit closer and they switch off again, then eventually they're close by and they're quiet and they're just watching, we probably won't feel that uncomfortable. It's exactly how the animal is going to feel. So you have that sensitivity towards the animal. Remembering that the animal has got much better hearing than we've got that we'll ever have. So a big noisy diesel engine making a lot of noise, it can't be too comfortable for the animals. So if you approach quietly and sensitively and you watch the animal and the animals are feeding and you drive up slowly, slowly again, very important, get in there very slowly, chug up very slowly and switch off. And just relax and you'll just feel all the energy in the bush just everything relaxes everything calms down um, and then you when you leave the sighting you do exactly the same you don't start up and, and and off you go you start up and you just chug out of there slowly when you're 50 60 70 meters away speed up go into second and carry on out that's the biggest mistake that a lot of people make in cars they leave their vehicles running and the animals get aggressive with it uh, or can get aggressive, most times the animals just move away. And that spoils the sighting for anybody anyway. So slowly be sensitive to the animals from the vehicle and just be yeah, just be conscious of the way they're feeling. Kind of empathize with them in that if you were that animal, how would you want yourself to approach you? And then that's how you approach the animal as well. Uh, what to do when the animal comes to you? Well, that's always a difficult one because how does that animal come to you? Does it come aggressively? Does it come fast? Does it just walk over? Does it just make its way over to you? How does that animal approach you? Well, the 
the best thing to do when an animal does approach you is actually just to sit dead still and quietly and just let that animal know that you are there. If you're in a car, it's obviously going to know that you're there. If you're on foot, make your presence known by scraping on the ground. Have a stick, scrape it on the ground or scrape with your foot. That animal will pick that up straight away and will realize you're there. If you're sitting down, you're in a very docile posture, very non-aggressive posture. When you're standing up, that's very confrontational. Then the animal goes, whoa, what's that all about? When you're sitting down, they go, hmm, that's not really a threat. Let's look at him for a little bit. Oh, boring. And they just carry on. Or they look at you and they go, hmm, I don't really want to be here. And they'll turn and walk away. Very seldom do animals actually turn and just run away. Um, instinctively, we all believe that animals want to eat us. Behind every bush, there's a lion that's going to jump out and eat us. There's a leopard that's going to jump out the tree and crush our skull. And elephants want to trample us. That is so far from reality, it's just, it's hard to explain. That is the last thing animals want to do. They just want to be away from us. They don't want to be close to us. Simply because we've hunted them forever, since time started and since there were animals and humans living together on the planet. We've been hunting them for food. So they have this inbred fear of humans. So they don't want to be around us. Um, the only time animals hurt humans is when we have cornered them, we have approached them in the wrong manner, they have lost their fear for humans because they've been previously habituated, uh, or there is something wrong with the animal. Uh, something wrong being the animal is injured and cannot hunt its normal prey anymore, so it goes for something a lot weaker, us, or they've lost their teeth or something like that and they can't kill anything, but obviously we're easy prey, we're weak, we're slow, and we're not strong. So that's the only times. And those animals are very, very few and far between. And when those animals are encountered in the wild, they tend to, to disappear very quickly. Once an animal gets out of shape, so to speak, um, once it gets too old or it gets injured or something like that, it's pretty tough life out here. There's no hospitals or doctors or anything like that it can go to. So if it can't heal itself, it's going to die. It's very, very, very seldom that you come across an injured, aggressive animal. All they want to do is get away from humans. It's, a, it's such an inbred, instinctive behavior of them that all they want to do is get away. Um, it's only those animals that have been taught otherwise or that fear has been bred out of them um, that are aggressive to humans. And that is never, it's never really going to, to happen. Out here in the wild, nature sorts out those sort of things. So there's nothing, there's nothing really to be scared of. Um, it's the same as people coming here. This is my environment. I'm so at home here. You could leave me here and I'll be happy here all night. Whereas people coming from the city... They see this as, as an extremely hard, harsh, horrible place to be because everything wants to eat them and kill them. Now, I feel like that when I go to the city. So don't leave me on the corner in the city because <laughs> I'll be like that person coming here for the first time. That's exactly how I feel as well. So, yeah, different jungles, different folks.
For more audio safaris, visit kuduhere.com.